You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host and boy am I excited for today's episode. We have the author of Business Storytelling for Dummies, Karen Dietz. We're going to get get with her in just one minute. But I did want to thank our sponsors for supporting the program. Center Club, Decision Toolbox, NBN Design, SunUp Group, TN Company. We've all seen it before. A blank for dummies book for every subject and person out there. And now, including those interested in business storytelling. Karen Dietz is a veteran in business storytelling, one of the originals in the field representing the best in academic training and the art of performance storytelling. I've asked Karen to join us today to share some of her insights into business storytelling and how her book provides practical experience and guidance. Karen, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Oh, well, thank you, Rick. It's a delight to be here. I'm super excited to have you on the program. We're going to be spending a good portion of this interview talking about business storytelling, especially the content, some of the content that you include in in your book, which is truly a delightful read. Can we start off by, um, maybe you can tell us, from your perspective, what is business storytelling? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, because there is a difference between business storytelling and other kinds of storytelling. So, you know, most often people are sharing stories in daily conversation. You know, you walk home, from, get home from work, and you share with your loved ones, oh, you know, how, how the day went, right, what happened at work. And that's a kind of conversational storytelling that we do all the time. And then on the other end of the spectrum is probably Hollywood storytelling, where you go to a movie, right? And uh, that's really great storytelling. We, we love our movies, and we like going to movies, and TV shows are uh, sort of in, the, in that same category. But what's interesting about business storytelling and what makes it different from Hollywood storytelling is that in business storytelling, we are designing and telling our stories uh, always to influence somebody, to move them to action. And uh, so you don't necessarily go to a movie to, or watch a TV show to be inspired to take action steps, right, to do something different. And so you're usually there for entertainment. Business storytelling, yeah, it's entertaining, uh, but it's also all designed to uh, inspire people to take a step forward. There are in your book, and I'm talking with Karen Dietz, and I'm looking at her book, Business Storytelling for Dummies. In your book, you, you highlight a number of different stories that a CEO, you know, the, uh, the audience here, Karen, are business mm-hmm. owners and CEOs of $100 million companies and smaller, I call it the lower middle market, but I'm wondering if you could just give our audience a sense for the variety of stories that should be or with, depending on, you know, a given situation. Oh, sure. 
Well, in business, I mean, we're surrounded by hundreds of stories. We have lots to choose from, and people are always uh, surprised by the variety of stories that are available to us and how many there are. So it starts out with four basic categories and then kind of splits off from there. But one story that every leader and every business owner needs to tell is the origin story, you know, how they got started, how the business got founded. Because in that story, you'll find your uniqueness, right, what makes you different from every other company that's out there. And so the origin story is really important. And besides, people always want to hear, right, about the history of the company and how it got started. You know, think of Hewlett Packard and the we got started in the garage story. You know, people love that. Another kind of uh, story to tell are your people and results stories. Now, this is where we have a lot of stories to share. And people and results are not only about our customers and the results that they've experienced uh, by working with us, but also staff stories, you know, stories of people who saved the day, Uh, uh, stories of people who went the extra mile to help a customer or get a project done. So we have lots of staff and customer stories to tell. And then there are also vendor stories. I mean, Patagonia does this really well. They uh, have started to share stories of uh, their supply chain and the companies that they work with that help them in their business and help them with their products and the delivery of their products. And so there's a whole range of stories to tell there. And included in there are our backstories. And these are stories about, oh, how does our product get made, right? How does our service happen? People like to go behind the curtains and uh, learn uh, about you in that way. And so that's a whole nother category of stories. Uh, And then uh, for leaders particularly and for salespeople, there's another type of story that's a core story that we all need to be able to tell and that's the why I story. Uh, Why am I a leader of this organization? Why am I here in front of you selling this product or pitching this service? You know, what's my commitment to the company? What's my commitment to the product or service? What's my commitment uh, to you, the customer? And those why I stories, why I get up every day and still come to work, you know, what motivates me? What am I passionate about? People really like to hear those stories because they want to know that uh, you're dependable, you're trustworthy, and so trust is a, is a big factor uh, in uh, storytelling. It's one of, the, uh, one of the real good outcomes that we experience when we tell a story really well. And then there's another kind of story to tell, which is what I call your future story. And that is, what are you doing today to make the future a better place? How does your business, how does your company, how does your leadership, how do your products or service, how do they contribute to making the world a better place? And the reason this is so important today is because 
the generations coming up uh, in business are really oriented in that way, and they only want to do business with companies who have some sort of in, an integrated social mission. Uh, and so the, the, I think that is enough to get you started. I mean, I, I could probably go on all day about all the different kinds of stories, but those kind of four basic categories are, are a good way to, to, to start. Right, and we're talking with Karen Dietz. She is the author of Business Storytelling for Dummies. We're going to take our first commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Uh, Karen, when we come back, I'd like to start with you explaining companies that are storytelling companies and story-doing companies and maybe help our audience understand the difference of that. I'm also getting word from my engineer that he would appreciate it if, after the break, you could speak more loudly into the into the speakerphone. We're dealing with Karen remotely today. She's not in the studio, so we want to give you the best audio quality we can, audience. And so when we come back after this short commercial break in two minutes, we're going to continue this conversation with Karen Deed. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Wow. Marketing predictions are out for 2015, and marketing success is changing. Did you know that Google is now actively tracking your business and personal brand and online reputation? Online and offline marketing has changed. Google is driving more than 85% of your traffic. And if your brand is inconsistent or has poor mobile usability, your rankings and traffic can suffer in 2015. To learn how your business is currently viewed and what can be done to improve your brand's visibility and authority, contact SunUp Group for a free marketing analysis. It could be a business game changer. Visit www.sunupgroup.com today or call 877-609-3840, extension 700. I want to share with you my experience as a member of Center Club in Costa Mesa, California. Many of you know that I've been a member of Center Club since, uh, well, for six years now. I hold my monthly CEO peer group meetings, my annual executive conference, which this year will be on October 24th, and my daily business meetings at the club. I found the staff to be professional and courteous. My guests enjoy meeting at the Center Club with its newly remodeled meeting rooms, dining rooms, and common areas. If you're looking for a place to conduct meetings, host events, or meet some of Orange County's most successful business leaders, then you should consider joining Center Club in Costa Mesa. For more information regarding club membership and private events, maybe you have a wedding coming up in the near future or a big birthday party or some type of celebration club company event you want to use the Center Club, it would be great for that. Please visit the club at their website www.centerclub.com Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. 
you know that you're listening to us live here on octalkradio.net. All of our shows can also be heard anytime on Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have appeared on our show, and they've put the interview somewhere on their website. Since we started airing our shows in 2009, and it was in March of 2009, so we're kind of having a celebratory anniversary all month, our shows have reached over 170,000 listeners with our podcast. Simply type in these four words into your favorite podcasting software, and you too can subscribe to our weekly shows, Critical Mass Radio Show. All right, let's rejoin Karen Dietz. She is an entrepreneur and the author of Business Storytelling for Dummies. Uh, Before the break, Karen, I said I was going to ask you if you could draw the distinction between storytelling companies and story-doing companies. Oh, sure. It's a great question. So a storytelling company is a company that has adopted storytelling mostly in its marketing areas. So a a company will be telling stories uh, to the public, to their customers, so it's outward focused from the company. A story-doing company, well, yes, they're sharing their stories in marketing and branding and advertising, uh, but there's one other critical difference that's happening is that they are also uh, sharing and working with their stories internally, and the, there's a match between the stories that are being shared internally and the stories that are being shared externally. So there's alignment, right, within the company between internal and external. And a good example of this is uh, CVS Pharmacy, who last year decided to stop selling cigarettes in its stores because as a pharmacy and as a company that's devoted to improving health, they didn't think that uh, selling cigarettes was uh, in line with their values. And so that's a little example. You talk in your book about how powerful, truthful, well-told stories can be to influencing, whether it's employees for cultural reasons or it's the marketplace for business reasons. I'd like if you could maybe spend a minute and help our audience understand why, in addition to the facts and figures and the that part of their messaging, uh, as the right brain, left brain differentiates between facts and figures and, and storytelling and what storytelling can do emotionally, could could you share what work you've, what research you've done and what you've found about the power of storytelling as it compares to maybe a more direct, you know, facts and figure based appeal? Oh, well, sure. Well, one of my favorite uh, sayings is that no one ever marched on Washington because of uh, bullet, part, bullet points and charts and graphs, right? Uh, you get inspired to take action and rally around a cause, rally around a business uh, because of the stories that are being shared. So facts and figures, if we look at what happens in the brain, facts and figures really only speak to the analytical part of our, of our thinking processes. And what's interesting is that facts and figures, uh, the way our brain processes them, the brain sort of always stays in neutral around them uh, as opposed to 
uh, stories where when the brain hears stories, uh, we our brain is uh, stimulated to seek resolution, right? So we're always wanting to know the end of the story. Facts and figures don't move us in that way. And the other thing about stories that's really important to know is that storytelling, if, if the stories are well-crafted, they are stimulating all of your senses. And you're seeing pictures in your mind as you are listening to a story. You may be hearing things. You may be feeling things. You may be smelling things. Uh, and all of that is good. Uh, and when our senses are triggered like that, what happens is that not only is our right brain stimulated, but so is our left brain. And I... Uh, Actually, our whole physical being is affected. So storytelling is a, uh, a whole brain, whole body experience. We're talking with Karen Dietz. She is an entrepreneur and the author, co-author of Business Storytelling for Dummies. One of the things I found interesting in your book is you, you alluded to the, the fact that uh, many times stories can be compelling and convincing because the audience can actually picture themselves in a story unlike, you know, a litany of facts and figures where that, that's probably not going to happen. Can, can you expand? A, first of all, is, did, I retell the, the, did I retell the story in, in the book correctly? And if so, could you expand upon that? Oh, yes. Yes, that's perfect. That's perfect. And uh, what this is an, uh, something that's not as well recognized in business uh, around the power of storytelling is that whenever someone is hearing a well-crafted story, they are actually reliving it in their own way. They're filling in the blanks with their own experiences, uh, and they are, in essence, trying your story on for size. And particularly in sales, this is really important, right? It's like stories become little mini uh, simulators and simulations. And uh, people get to try on your product or service because you're telling a story about what happened with another customer, right? And they can relate to that. So you're exactly right. Storytelling, uh, people actually get engaged and sort of, uh, end up reliving or living the story themselves as they're listening to it. We're talking with Karen Deitch, and we're talking about some of the content that's in her book, Business Storytelling for Dummies. You know, uh, how do you advise clients to overcome what I think is maybe an all too common feeling that the audience has that when you embark on a story, you're you're doing that that very thing. You're just sort of making up a story to make a point. I mean, because you you very clearly in your book. Uh, emphasize the importance of having integrity-based stories, I mean, true stories that uh, that resonated with you in your life that you then bring forward and share with others rather than convenience, you know, a story of convenience because you made it up to kind of uh, adapt to the situation. H- how do you coach your clients into uh, overcoming what I what I perceive it may be a, a, a natural defense of people saying, oh, well, here comes a story. It's probably just going to be some artificial artifice to get me to do what he wants me to do or something. Right, right. Uh, So the way to circumvent that sort of natural bias that 
we have, again, stories, is to tell your personal stories. You know, your stories from your own personal experiences uh, where you get to be as real and as authentic as possible. And what's interesting is that we as human beings have very good filters about when somebody is telling a story that's not quite true or we can tell when it's being made up. So my advice is don't even bother to go there. Uh, really focus on finding stories from your own personal experiences that you can share with others. And if there's someone else's story that you would like to tell because it has such great relevance to the situation at hand, uh, then there are certain techniques for how to tell that story really well from their perspective, and the audience knows, well, you're not telling the story as if it's yours. You're telling the story that you heard from somebody else, and that makes it all okay. We're talking with Karen Dietz. We're talking about her some of the content that is in her book, Business Storytelling for Dummies. Uh, you know, I was, um, I had no idea, Karen, how much research has gone into this field of storytelling and storytelling as it relates to business success. You cite in your book so many external reference points of, of additional. You know, you unfortunately, reading your book gave me another sub-list of other books now that I want to go <laughs> off and read. Oh, yeah. But, but, but I didn't realize it was such a well-researched field. Oh, yes, and we're getting more and more research from the neuroscience field also on the impact of storytelling and some of the dynamics of storytelling that go on. So, yes, a ton of research over the years has been done, and another book of a colleague of mine is uh, called Story Proof. It's by Kendall Haven. He's actually a scientist. And um, he goes through like over 300 articles of, this is academic research, that has been done on storytelling and why it works so well. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're at all persuaded by our conversation today, I think you should start with Karen's book. And believe me, from that book, you will be linked to many other books in this arena. I, You know, Again, the people that are listening to our show tend to be leaders of smaller and lower middle market kind of companies, $100 million in revenue and, and smaller. And the, the ability not only to use stories to reinforce your culture, but also then to brand your business and develop a personal brand, which builds on a conversation I had last week with a radio show guest about the importance of a, of a unique personal brand for the leaders of a company. This just feels like to me to be such a, um, a powerful way for them to begin to create a talk track, if you will, about not only their business but themselves in a way that I think people would genuinely find interesting. You know, you, you mentioned in your book, and, and, I, and I see it many times, sometimes people are almost too humble to, to feel like they should tell their stories because it, it feels forced or, or like they're bragging. What advice do you give your clients, Karen, who feel like, well, I don't know that I want to you know, talk that much about myself? Oh, I experienced that myself. Right. <laughs> so, and it's something that I work with with every single client. And it all boils down to how do you share your story? And as long as you bring humbleness to the equation, you'll always be fine. And 
there is such truth and wisdom that we all have in our stories that it's almost a crime not to tell our stories and uh, because they, they can do such great work in the world and they can inspire people so much. And everybody has those kinds of stories. So that's my job is to help people find and tell, you know, those, those great stories that everyone does have. You know, I would think, and we're talking with Karen Dietz, and we're talking about her book, Business Storytelling for Dummies. You know, I would think the, the emergence and the, and the proliferation and popularity of TED Talks is a great example of the power of storytelling because those are many times well-crafted. I know you gave a TED Talk, a TEDx Talk in San Diego uh, recently, but, I, you know, those TED venues are really designed to share insight and information in a non-standard way, which many times ends up being a, a arc of a story that they're going to tell you in 20 minutes or less. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, storytelling has been around for 100,000-plus years. Uh, we think in stories. We talk in stories. Uh, stories are our main vehicle for communication, and so, yeah, let's let's bring this more directly into business. And actually, I think now in the 21st century, it's become an essential business skill and an essential leadership skill. It's like a core competence now for business. I agree, especially as you know, as alluded to earlier in the interview, with the millennials now making up more than you know the largest percentage of the population in the workforce, uh, I think that is a very story-based um, uh, cohort. And I think being able to relate to them on a personal level, in addition to a professional level, through stories is a powerful way to lead the next generation of workers in our workforce. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So if someone would like to buy your book, where, do you, where would you suggest they go online, Karen? Oh, Amazon. <laughs> that's the best place to get it. <laughs> okay. And if they were interested in talking with you, because I know you know we've alluded here that in addition to being a author of a book, uh, you're a thought leader in your own right um, beyond that with the personal coaching and the work and the product. And the, and you you seem to curate a lot of really good material in this, in this area, and you disseminate it to people who would like to find out more about storytelling and business. So how should someone directly follow you if they wanted to be a part of your community? Oh, great. Um, well, the best thing to do is hop onto my website, which is JustStoryIt, all one word, JustStoryIt.com. And I, on there I have resources that uh, people can sign up for. You can sign up for my newsletter, uh, and then you can also follow my curation. And there's a page on my website called Story Curation. It's the largest free library in the world now on the topic of business storytelling. And uh, so I'd love to have you hang out with, uh, uh, with me and my other curators as we um, get more better with business storytelling. Um, I'm against the clock here, and I feel like I just, frankly, ladies and gentlemen, I just began to scratch the surface with Karen about um, what she knows. My engineer asked me if you wouldn't mind giving your website one more time because he feels that maybe uh, it would you'd be well served to, to restate it. Could you restate your website, Karen? Sure. It's just story it. Like, got a problem? Well, just story it. <laughs> JustStoryIt.com. I'd like to offer you to come back 
uh, I'd like to have you in the studio the next time, and I'd yeah. really like to kind of get into this because I really believe what you are helping clients do is really important. And it's super beneficial to the clients and the Critical Mass Radio Show. So are, are you willing to come back next time and share some more stories? Oh, I'd love it. I would love it. It would be great. All right. So uh, we're going to do that, ladies and gentlemen. You, you, hopefully you've, you've enjoyed this conversation I had with Karen Dietz, who spells her last name D-I-E-T-Z. So you can find her, Karen, D-I-E-T-Z. Her book is Business Storytelling for Dummies. And... Uh, I really want to thank you for being a friend of the program and welcoming you to the Critical Mass community, Karen. Oh, thank you so much, Rick. It's just been a pleasure. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this show was brought to you by our advertisers, Center Club, Decision Toolbox, NBN Design, SunUp Group, and t and Company. Our engineer for today is Paul Roberts. Our producer is Joan Park, and I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show and the CEO peer groups that I lead, Check out my website, Critical Mass, M-A-S-S, for F-O-R, business.com. Until our next show, I hope all your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.